Yo, what's cracking? You know what time it is. It's time for another episode of Sipping Tea with Joey and Marie. Hold up. You know what I gotta do? <laughs> oh, I almost joked on you that almost one. almost just dropped all the coffee. In I almost dropped the coffee on my chest. <laughs> you know, I've been doing that a lot, dropping coffee on my chest. Jeez. Like, like I don't know if my depth perception is off. You know that I'm getting viejito. Like yeah. I'm like I look at something like yeah, here's my cup of coffee. Pour it on my chest. Uh, I th- I think yeah, you're getting old now because after right? seeing this past weekend, I was like, I felt oh, how many rough. times did I fall? You fell more than three times. That's for sure. that's not cool, man. Like, I, but I got good balance because I tell you what, it took me a long time yeah. to actually fall yeah. because you may have felt that, but well, I was the one watching <laughs> watching the person fall. We were at this thing called the 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 fourth annual backpack kickback. We were talking about this where we raise. Uh, School supplies to help out those in need in mm-hmm. our in our area. Community, yeah. And anyways, I'm I'm taking pictures, trying to get pictures and for social media and, and whatnot. Got overly excited. And I was excited once. <laughs> I almost tripped on the microphone cord. No, you did trip. Over I did trip it. on it. Yeah, right? you did trip over did the, the fall? mic. Fall. Yeah, you fell. The mic fell. Oh, but not my mic. It was a different mic. I don't know. It was, it was Mike. an actual microphone it was Mike mic. Mike stand and Mike, <laughs> like, like all Mike's included. Mike. So I fell then. Then I was backing up trying to take a picture of all of you. And then I freaking like got myself like somehow into the cornhole. Stuck into the <laughs> cornhole table. And then I, I was falling and I was like, I'm going to fall, but I think I'm going to break my leg because I got stuck like right inside of it. It was a really slow fall. It and, was a slow fall. you know, Mike Ill, who we've had on our show, uh, you guys, as you know, me and him, like every time you'd fall, we just look at each other like, There he goes again. That old man don't got no balance it no again. More. And that's probably the most times I've ever seen you fall and I, I don't know. know how long and I just kind of was like e. well I was tired and it was hot but yeah you know first off I gotta say shout outs to everybody who came out especially Ed Sabia mm-hmm. Two Fresh Entertainment and uh, uh, Kelsey Hall I mean thanks for helping us out put that together right yeah, there it was at an awesome venue. place to have that yeah there were so many cool people you guys came out the College of Southern Idaho mm-hmm. came out with a bunch of goodies shout outs to Boomerang Coffee a local yeah, coffee joint here yeah they were giving out free coffee yeah. which it helped me out so much because middle of the day like I got tired I and I was like it. okay I'm gonna go to Boomerang right now. I know, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, how to get through that. Also, we had uh, Arisa's Kitchen with some tasty treats. Yes. We had uh, a roasty uh, express. Um, express, man. That yeah. food is good. It's bomb. I ate this uh, like uh, quesadilla with uh, like pulled pork or something. Oh, I did it with man. pollo. It oh, with boyo was good. Yeah, too? my kid, she like was devouring it all, and she like yeah. eats when she wants to eat, but she was like at the point taking it out of my hand uh-huh. and eating it. <laughs> so it like definitely was good for my child. Heck yeah, <laughs> we had T Dove, which you got to listen to T Dove. Um, she was actually on an episode called "Sipping with Midnight 30. Mm-hmm. so reference that uh, episode. But she performed. Yeah, such a beautiful, soulful voice. She is amazing. Yeah. So she came out, and then we had C J Jackson, and then uh, Mike Hill and I performed, and also Pones or uh, Bones, Pones, Pones. Uh, Pones. <laughs> Pones. <laughs> Bones, Bones and uh, P. Shorty of Untouchable came yeah. through and performed with me, uh, Mi Tierra, which they're on. Yeah, and it's, it's so cool because P. Shorty, like, he really wants to get back on again. He's I like, know. you just tell me when. I know. And it's so cool because I, like, he even said, too, like, he doesn't, and you, please reference Sipping with Untouchables because they kind of talk about, you know, them, as far as do they still perform to this day? Um, and he like was telling me that he will never perform unless you're asking him to. <laughs> and he's like, then I will go do it. But he's like, I will say no to everyone else nowadays. Like, I love that guy. <laughs> me and him have a long history. I love that dude. Yeah. But I, hey. I love it because the difference, like he doesn't use social media. So I'll make a post and he's like, wow, yeah. so cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, you mean you could do, do that, that with your phone? Yeah. He says. <laughs> so I like hanging out with him because he makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So without further ado we do have to introduce a very awesome young man right here he is handsome as well as he is lethal uh the 
guy is soft spoken as he is tough. <laughs> I mean, the guy is 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 becoming a legend here in uh, in uh, in the two hundred eight. Yeah, man. just like a multiple choice, he's all of the above. Yeah, he's all of the above, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. I've known this kid since he was a baby. So when he was born, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, in the building, Cesar Cervantes Jr. Hello, hi. <laughs> we make our own sound effects as you can watch us. <laughs> Just, just like the walk-ins, man. Yeah. Seriously. In this corner, weighing 145 pounds. How, how much do you weigh? Uh, 175 right now. In this corner, weighing 175 pounds. You know what? I'm going to be uh, the announcer, announcer for the fights uh, coming up uh, for uh, family boxing. And, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah the so, one's over here, yeah? yeah so, this so I'm trying to prepare. Okay. Coming in this corner, weighing 175 pounds, Cesar Cervantes Jr. It's probably going to be like the best they've ever had, honestly. <laughs> They're going to like that. Yeah, they're gonna like they're that. like, that's good. That's really good. You're gonna feel legit, dude. Yeah, man. So I'm pretty excited to do those fights, but we got you up in here because you just came off a uh, second win in your mm-hmm. MMA career. And uh, not only that, but there's a lot of stuff about you that people got to know because this is really this is really amazing. Uh, this episode is called Sipping with Fights. So we're going to be obviously talking yeah. about um, Jake Paul fight uh, yeah. versus Nate Diaz. Yeah. There was also a fight between uh, the White Sox. <laughs> yes, yeah. the White Sox and... I forgot their names. Oh, yeah, Cleveland Guardians. Yeah, Cleveland Guardians. Are, are there, yeah, a, is team, a, a team? A team that I don't really know. I don't <laughs> even know these guys. I know the yeah, White Sox. I uh, yeah, I've heard of them. I've yeah. Well, he should have been guarding his grill because he got knocked the hell out. Yeah. But anyways, they, we're, we're going to talk about that. We're also talking about a fight between a producer. There's some debris has been happening with him, right? Yeah. Because Doja Cat has something to do with this. Yeah, and it's an argument that I feel like is not really debatable. Yeah, like, it's, it's, it's pretty <laughs> legit. <laughs> He's got a legit um, you know, gripe here, and we're going to get into that. But before we get into that, let me, let me tell you a little bit about Cesar Cervantes Jr. <laughs> I've known him since he was a baby. I'm actually his dad. Your dad mm-hmm. and your mom were the first people that I met here when I came to Idaho. And this is when I would come visit my mom back in like in 91 or something. Mm-hmm. I come visit my mom because I was like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not moving to Idaho. And I, I went to the I went to the mall because the mall was still Malls were still cool back then. Yeah. So, it was a lot more popular than it is to, now. Like time travel, man. I would totally go back. Right? Yeah. So I, w- I went to the mall, and my mom goes, hey, let's go to the mall. So we go to the mall, and I was like, cool, I'm going to go you know, check out the ladies. You know what I mean? So they know I'm this California kid. You know what's up? <laughs> so I walk up in there. First guy I meet, this guy named Freddie Garcia. You know, yeah. And he was like the, like, like the, the, the mall security or something. Yeah. What's up, man? I was like, oh, snap, there's Mexicans up here? <laughs> so anyways, yeah. uh, see him, and then I started talking to him. And then I turn around, and I see this place. It's called the Jumpin' Bean, uh-huh. uh, and, and then uh-huh. I was like, "Oh snap! There's a Mexican restaurant here." And then I see this this big guy with a big old cheesy grin, always smiling, <laughs> man, curly hair. And that was your dad. And I was like, "What's up?" And he was just super friendly. Your your grandma was too. And I was like. You know, uh, he goes, "Oh, we live in but in the labor camp." I was like, "What? You guys live in the labor camp? Dude, that's where my mom lives." Anyways, fast forward, we started talking a lot. And so then we uh, every time I'd come back, I'd say hello to him, right? So when I moved here for just a short time. Before I joined the military, I became really close to your mom and your dad. Mm-hmm. And that's when the, uh, she was pregnant from your sister. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, cool, man. These people are awesome. So when I joined, when I left to the military, your dad was one of my only friends. And this this is friends from California who re- ever wrote to me when I was in boot camp. Yeah. And so ever since then, he he knows that I told him the story. And he goes, really? <laughs> he just laughs. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, but I, I go, dude, you're like the only friend who, uh, who uh, sent me a letter. When I was yeah. in the military, I felt like I was locked up, locked up, locked up. <laughs> so I felt like I was locked up, and there was only one friend and a couple of family members that, that sent me letters, and your dad was one of them. Uh, your dad uh, and your mom. That was super sweet. So ever since then, I've, nice. I've always had like this big 
place in my heart for him because he's a big guy, so I need a, a lot of room. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, he's always been a good dude, man. So I saw you growing up, you know, and everything. And you know, me, me and your dad always into to fighting and boxing oh, yeah. and stuff. You know, that's our yeah. thing. And so me and him would would have these little matches. We used to go to his house and we used to practice. Do you remember when we used to yeah. go there? And yeah. so we'd be like, hey, let's practice. We're gonna start boxing again. So we'd be boxing in the backyard. And then uh, the, the next week, we it was me, you, uh, me, him, and Robert. You know. Uh -huh. And then so we would be like, hey, you guys want a beer after the practice? Sure, why not? So then we have a beer, right? And then we come back again, and then we're like. Hey man, you guys want to box? Yeah, let's get ready to box. You guys want a beer first? Sure. So we have a beer, then we box. <laughs> then we come back and we have another beer, and then we be like coming back in the next week. Hey, you guys want a beer? Yeah. Before you knew it, we weren't even boxing. We were just it, drinking right? beers. <laughs> That's funny. That yeah. was an excuse to drink the beer. I know, pretty yeah. much. A cool, a cool one though. Yeah. 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 And so, anyways, fast forward. Uh, I, you know, I've known your dad and your and your parents for so such a long time. So it's really amazing to see you come up uh, as the person you are. I mean, I've had you on on shows like Hip Hop Holiday. He was mm -hmm. on one of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, seeing with one of your friends, I mean, uh, not only that, but I mean, I would have never thought that well, you would be as skilled a fighter as you are, man. I mean, <laughs> it makes sense, right? It makes sense, and it's and it's an obvious, you know, thing to happen. But like from becoming a, a young little dude to an MMA fighter, and now not only that, but you teach jujitsu uh -huh, yeah. too. Like you're, yeah, that's cool, man. So like, how did that come about? Teaching? Yeah, yeah. So like, what happened was is I just kind of left the gym that I was training at. And I was just like, okay, so I left, and then um, I was just going to cross-train, but and then I'm not working out, so I just went to train at the other gym, at the family boxing gym. And then the guy there, he's from Brazil, like he's a legit Brazilian black belt. I think he's been doing jiu-jitsu since, like longer than jiu-jitsu's been in the Magic Valley. Wow. He's been in like 13, 14 years now. Is this Augie? No, no, no who, this who? is, uh, his name's Junior, well we call him Junior, oh, but oh, it's like Adenair Oliveira, something uh, in Portuguese. Uh, so, and he's, he's here on a work visa. So mm -hmm. and he's a big guy. He's like John Jones big. Like he's like Whoa. six three, oh, wow. six four, and he weighs about exactly the same. So he's really he's really good, really strong, purely technical. I've never rolled with anybody as skilled as him to this day. I'll stick by that. And then uh, he was like, "Dude, I'm here on a work visa. My um, my work's shut down here, so I have to go somewhere else. I'm going to be gone for maybe like two, three years. Do you mind teaching while I'm gone?" And I was like, are you, me? He's like, "Yeah. Well, are you sure?" And he's like, "Yeah, because I was only a blue belt at the time. Granted, I was a blue belt for like three and a half years, four years by this point." So he was longer than average, and they're like, yeah, you can. And Jason was like, yeah, yeah, you can do that if you want. He's like, I'll pay you. I was like, oh, okay. So <laughs> that's basically, I just, you know, never looked back and just kept, wow. you know, doing that. I did that full time for a while, but then I had to get another job because, you know, oh, wow, I like man. more money. But <laughs> yeah, no, I'm like, You know, but it's it's awesome that you're doing stuff like that and you've done things like that because now it's it's brought you to this point where you're at. So, but you've also trained boxing. Yeah. You, you trained boxing. Like, you're, uh, yeah. when did you start training for boxing? I think I was like eight. Really? Um, yeah, that's when Jason had his, he has like an old building. It was huge and stuff was cheaper, obviously. Oh, you knew the economy yeah, was yeah. cheaper. Mm -hmm. So uh, it was just, you know, it was just, uh, it wasn't family oriented. I think it was just, you know, rhyme and grime. Let's okay. train, let's do this box. And I, I, I did it for Jason, like man. a He's year. A um, and then I think we just, we just couldn't go anymore. I don't remember the reason. I think right before that, it was too. My dad put me in peewee wrestling. Mm. So right before, like, I was like maybe five or six and then seven, eight or eight, I was, then I went into boxing, so I kind of had a good foundation for anything mm -hmm. sport-wise after that, yeah. just because I think boxing really, really pushed me, because oh, yeah. I was like eight, you had to do drills, push-ups, you know, all that, so it was, it was really fun. Eight, well, you were just full of energy, like when you were <laughs> yeah. young, like, we couldn't, you couldn't be controlled, so like, I remember your dad says, I gotta put him in some kind of activities, because this guy's got way too much energy, <laughs> and mm -hmm. so that's when you started doing all these things, right, and I mean, yeah. that's awesome, dude, like, so you've been, uh, uh, I guess, you know, training and, you know, uh, fighting styles since you were little, man. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, seeing you in the ring, because you just fought, what, uh, two weeks ago? 
Yeah. Is it last yeah. week too? Yeah. Right, like, about, yeah. Last weekend. No, right? last yeah. weekend. No, yeah. Yeah, yeah last, last week. July 28th, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so this is your second uh, professional MMA fight, right? Well, amateur, but yeah. Amateur, amateur. Yeah. Okay, so so you went out there, but either way, man, um, the, the second one, from the first one to the second one, I was like, dang, man, like I could see you know, you're just getting more refined. And all that, that guy had, like, no chance. <laughs> yeah. Like, he had no chance. I was like, dang. Like, like I didn't expect you to go in there and just really just control him the whole time. Like, this mm. guy had nothing, man. Like, yeah. he tried to take you down the full time. Had no strength. He looked bigger. Oh, than no, you. yeah, he was big. He yeah, looked he, like Captain America. Yeah, yeah. he looked or bigger. Or Drago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But he didn't, have, he didn't no. have the skill. You know, I was like, dang. I go, man, I, I go, and not only that, but you're good at what you're doing, you know, and you're progressively just getting better. Every fight, you could tell that you're just going to start getting better and better. Mm-hmm. And, and and I really do see, like, a future in that for you because, I mean, you, you know, you're a driven t- young man, man. Like, everything that I've seen you do, like, you, you give it, like, 110%, man. Uh, so, that's pretty cool, dude. So, now we're, we got to ca- talk about this fight, though, man, because, you know, Jake Paul, what do you think about Jake Paul? He's rich. Right? <laughs> um, he's got the know, money yeah. to do what he wants, yeah, he right? Definitely, yeah. He's young enough. Uh, I think him and his brother are pretty good businessmen. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just been in so long, so they kind of know how to like make money when it comes to entertainment. I think that he just, you know, I think he has so much money and he's young enough to be athletic so he can like pay for the best. And like, he really he will come in. He looks mm-hmm. like he commits to his training. Mm-hmm. When he's not doing other stuff, he's training, which yeah. is, you know, what he should be doing. Uh, I think that he purposely takes the easier fights, though, that would be easier with older MMA fighters rather than boxers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which is actually smart, though, because it makes him seem a lot better. What do you think about Tommy Fury, though, when he fought Tommy Fury? Oh, I, I kind of figured. I was like, this is going to be his first like legit challenge. Then yeah. I was like, if he does good against him, if he beats him, then I'll say he's like a legit boxer. That's, but that's, he, he didn't finish him, but yeah. he did knock him down at one yeah, point. He did, so yeah. he has yeah. skill. Well, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like what, After watching him fight Tommy Fury, then I thought, like, okay... I think I, I think I could, I think I could kind of take this guy a little bit more serious yeah. now because not only that like you look at it this way you know like especially you you've been training since you were little right mm-hmm. so Tommy Fury has been training pretty much like you as a boxer since he was little mm-hmm. he has all these iconic people like Tyson you know like behind him is his, his dad they've been training this guy since he was little right mm-hmm. um, Jake Paul has been training boxing let's like say four, four years, years yeah. right so for him a four year you know, train you know trainee of boxing versus a guy who's been doing it all his life, mm-hmm. and he gave him a run for his money. Like, yeah, there's there's some legitimacy there, yeah, right? His fight IQ is definitely is yeah. definitely there. Yeah, he he yeah. knows what he's doing, mm-hmm. and like and and you know, I think the thing about him is that he knows the the way to market, right? Mm-hmm. So like, we all watch wrestling. Why we all watch mm-hmm. wrestling? So there's one wrestler, let's say a heel. Let's go with, uh, uh, I don't know, I'll, I'll go back in my time, uh, Roddy Roddy Piper, everybody hated him. <laughs> so he was so good at it. He was like the worst heel. Like, I hate this guy. I just want to see him get whooped. And that's why you would go see. Like, that's why you would go exactly. watch the match. He yeah. sells he just, the fight. Yeah. yeah, he sells the fight. So he's taking that whole heel thing to a different level into mm-hmm. boxing. So it's all about theatrics and marketing and stuff, right? Yeah. So he's like, yeah, hate me, hate me. Because the more you hate me, the more you freaking talk smack about me, the more you're going to pay for me to get whooped. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? Well, I get. Yeah. yeah, and that's like kind of today's society, though. It's yeah. like it's fixated on who do you hate the most. Yeah, Negative attention is still ne- attention. Yeah, negative <laughs> attention is still attention, but that's yeah. such a popular thing even more so now. Oh, yeah. Is that like, who? Do, like, oh, I hate this person. Well, we're living in a troll society. Yeah, and you it's know, like Everybody likes to troll person. each other. Like, what's yeah. the cheese, man? Yeah, what's the cheese going on? That's what we're talking right now. Yeah, what's the cheese going on? But I definitely think, like, yeah, like, it's just all about, like, who do you hate the most? And if it's investing the money, like, they're making money either way, whether they lose or win. They're still making some kind of income based off that thing. Oh, like, yeah. so, so in your fighting, uh, you know, and, and Han, you've been fighting so far, have you gotten anybody tro- try to troll you? 
Uh, a couple people. It yeah. always happens. Even before, like, I took a fight, people knew that I was, like, the jiu-jitsu guy in high school because I did, I was, like, I got my butt kicked my freshman year in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, and the whole reason I did wrestling because I wanted to do MMA, good at MMA. Mm-hmm. And I wanted wrestling to be the way there, but it wasn't, so. <laughs> um, but um, they were just, like, I would, I was, like, I need to do something to get better or have, like, a secret weapon because I don't want to be hazed anymore. Plus, you know, I just don't want to be thrown around, so I want to have, like, something. So I did jiu-jitsu my freshman year right after wrestling season, and I did wrestling and jiu-jitsu consecutively. So when I was doing wrestling, I'd stop doing jiu-jitsu. When I stopped doing wrestling, I kept doing jiu-jitsu, and jiu-jitsu was year-round. Mm. So it'd be like four months throughout the year I wouldn't be doing jiu-jitsu. I'd just be pure wrestling. So And it was pretty cool because a lot of them were old veteran wrestlers, so they taught me some stuff. So on the off-season, I could get my wrestling better. But, uh, yeah, no, people knew me as the jiu-jitsu guy in high school, so they'd always just talk crap. Yeah. <laughs> always, always. And are they talking uh, crap now, those same people? Oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, sometimes, like some, well, like, I don't know if it's the same people, but it's like sometimes I'll do like a, you know on Snapchat how they have those like um, yeah. anonymous things where someone is like, you're the worst blue belt. What? <laughs> I was like, I was like well, come find me then. <laughs> come find me, son, come find me. No, my dad would always be like, Cat Williams, remember, son, Cat Williams, if you have one hater, work on getting another. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Like, I feel, I've, I feel like I've I deal with that a lot more mm-hmm. too. Is that the more you succeed, especially for you, like us being as young as we are, yeah. um, the amount that we get to accomplish at this age, and some people can't accomplish that or don't want to accomplish it. Mm-hmm. They just don't have the drive. They just to don't do have it, the drive I mean? to do it, and so it's like it's one of the things. It's like and like in, you know you don't let it get to you. Like you know there's mm-hmm. times it's like oh, man like, but it's also like okay this person like do something about it then. You like, come fight me <laughs> come like fight come, me come do stuff. But other than that like. What is what are your words gonna do to me? Yeah. Like I'm just gonna keep on doing me. You're like I've been punched and choked out. Like your words are gonna hurt me. Words are gonna hurt me at this point. But I just always find it so interesting that you have those people that are willing to just be like f- they feel threatened. They feel threatened about by mm. your success. But everyone has a different definition of success. But they don't want to work on that. Yeah, mm. I mean it's it's uh, it's messed up that people um, feel that they need to use their energy. Um, to hate on somebody when mm-hmm. they could use that same energy to uh, build themselves to up and make better. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of weird that people do that. <clears throat> you know what's really weird is when people steal people's ideas. Oh. People always steal people's ideas and so don't give them credit sometimes. I'm going to slap this in there because Doja Cat is being accused of stealing somebody else's beat. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's pretty legit, right? It's pretty legit. Like, look, we're going to give you a sample of her song right now that just came out. Check it out. Yeah. That's the sample of her new song right yes, there, right? And this is Vena 3000, which is a producer, and that's pretty popular on TikTok right now. Yeah. Um, he did like the Adult Swim challenge, in case you don't remember that when it was like a couple of oh, years ago. Right. Okay. So that, that's yeah, that, that was yeah. him. And so he's actually a very talented producer. I actually listen to a lot of his music, but Damn. this is his sample of what he's saying is Doja Cat stealing this beat. All right, check this out. I'm off the chain like a loose dog. Changes, that's, that's the same thing, so, right? I honestly think it's completely identical. I don't see it yeah. any other way. Like, and the thing is, too, like his issue is because he posted on TikTok, like just kind of saying, "Hey, like, Doja Cat still might be and everything." I honestly liked how he had that conversation, though, because he pretty much was saying that, like, 
everyone is dealing with that is these higher celebrities that make more income. It's because they got more money to like, try to sue me. Yeah, try to do all these things. He's like, but us little people, the ones that work our butts off and still don't get the credit for it, like, we make these things and you take it from us. And so it's more of like, just give me the credit. Like, he didn't even say like, like he he did say like, I'm not making any money, but like, give me some kind of credit and recognition of what I'm doing because I have to work 10 times harder compared to someone like Doja Cat. And I mean, full disclosure, Doja Cat did work her way up to get to where she's at. She's um, a trip now though, isn't she? Yeah. She's an interesting person. It's so funny because- yeah, I don't think she likes being famous as she is. No, no not anymore. It, yeah. uh, this weekend, like that was like the hot topic with me- my husband and one of our friends Shayna uh, because like when Shayna and my husband met which is a really good friend of ours when they met the first time that's why they liked each other because they both loved Doja Cat oh but he likes her booty though but no he lo- he likes her music no you should see him when it comes to listen to his her music He he's a whole different person really? yeah. Like, yeah, that's like his guilty pleasure you can ask any of my friends they've witnessed it all but that was like their like you know their friendship growth was oh you like Doja Cat I like a Doja Cat too so this whole weekend like they both were just like talking about the song that dropped and everything like that and just kind of where she's at right now and like Matt's like I don't know if I like her and like even Shane like I don't know if I like her either but like I also been supporting her since day one so like what yeah, kind but of it's fan the same thing I? like with Kanye. Like, <laughs> like I like Kanye, like uh, early two thousands Kanye, but yeah. I don't like new Kanye. Yeah. Have you seen how weird he is? How he dresses, dude. I think he needs help, bro. He does, yeah. right? It's been a minute. And, and the chick that's his wife. Did you see the latest pictures? Like he's wearing like. Well, because there's rumors that she's pregnant. Oh, um, well, having... when did he get me? Re- when did he get remarried? He got remarried like probably a couple months ago. It's okay. still pretty new, so, and it's okay. a it's a model. Yeah, um, but there's this one thing where she's wearing like this weird circular thing. And so, like, her head is kind of barely sticking out of it. Probably. Yeah, no, no, she is. And then she's got, like, they're wearing No, I believe you. And no shoes, but, like, little slippies. Well, after what he was wearing when he said that infamous thing on the yeah, that podcast, like, I mean, it's not really all right. that it's surprising. Amazing. I just yeah. think to myself, like, I don't know. That's not fashion to me. And, like, people yeah. think it's fashion. They buy that stuff. And I'm like, are it's you really going to wear that around? Right? <laughs> he's famous and, pe- and he's wearing it. And people think they're, you know, they could wear it. But, I mean, honestly, a lot of that stuff, you can't even wear it. Like, just normally, hey, I'm going to go freaking go to uh, the Rouge right now. I'm going to wear this freaking ensemble. bring this big old like, thing. Like, what the heck? Like, dancing that. <laughs> yeah, I can dance to that, man. That's not going to work. But that's kind of, I think, how you were saying that Doja Cat just doesn't want to be famous no more. Yeah. Right? Like, and I, I could totally understand, like, getting that much you know, attention and that much exposure, like it's too much, you yeah. know, because you get just as much people who troll you and just as much people who like you, you know, but the the sad thing about like being like in, um, in the public eye, like consistently is that you could have, and I've talked about this before, you could have 10,000 people that love you and there's that one person that says one thing that strikes a chord and everything else doesn't matter except well, for that person. Well, she's always getting into yeah. uh, Twitter, I mean, X oh, fights yeah, I now. Saw yeah. I saw that. It's X fights now because they actually switched oh, over she to Twitter X. X. Fight X boo. Yeah, so it's no longer Twitter, it's X. Like, the app changed and everything She's still like fighting that. on X? She's still fighting on X and that's kind of whole the, the whole debacle came about because of this yeah. single that dropped. She was fighting with this fan, which she's always fighting with fans. Like, if you follow her on Twitter... And people still like her. Would you still like her? She was fighting you, or would you just like the attention? I'd just be like, okay. Yeah, <laughs> would you just I, be like, see you later? Yeah, okay. I think I think it's more of like, okay, you're really going. It's just once again, right? Like you mm-hmm. have those haters, and you can choose to continue ignoring them and doing your thing, yeah. or give into it, and you're wasting not only your time, but you're wasting their time too. In a sense, like yeah, they're getting that attention, but it's still a waste of time. Mm-hmm. They're instead of them going out 
with their friends or family, they're investing this time with the celebrity that they'll never meet face to face at all. And that's the thing about it is that like everything she nitpicks at everything. And I just think her personality is just a little it's it's different from her music. Those I, I separate the artists from their personality because just yeah, like Kanye got, West, she's got some good jams, but yeah, I just whoa, just like Kanye West, like he has a lot of good music, and even with his Donda albums and everything like that, they're still good out of it. But you have to separate those two entities to be able like I but like the still, music. You're still uh, supporting the oddness. By buying his records or streaming, yeah, but just like, yeah. but just like Kanye West, like I have his college dropout on vinyl. I'm yeah. still putting the well, money into good, that. That's a good, yeah, but that's but, you, but, you already but what you're saying is like I'm still investing money. Yeah, no matter what you do, you can listen to so. an old song. You're still investing that money into worlds. I guess so. on I want to listen end. to R. Kelly no more. Just saying. <laughs> R. Kelly. That's what my cousin said. Uh, <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. So how do you deal with trolls and how do you deal with negative energy? I mean, do you do you just go like you know what? I'm just going to show them what's up. Yeah, pretty much. I think most of the most of the conflict like I get it might be actually from other fighters and rather than like fans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Just because like, you know, a lot of testosterone buildup, sweat, alcohol. There's actually I think there was a fight in the audience. All that <laughs> night? Two, yeah. yeah. I heard yeah. I heard about that cuz someone them, someone yeah. was there and watching yeah. your, your fight and I were heard they fighting that too. over you? No, they were fighting over one of the other fighters. Yeah, so like, I, one family was talking crap So I have a question. Family. Yes, I have a question cuz when we saw your fight last weekend after they like said that you won, there was like a couple of guys in the ring that were yelling at each other and flipping each other off. I that? want more it, context it, it on that. Give us the cheese. Give us the Because so, um, <laughs> we saw that and it cut, they cut the live feed. Let's, like, let's, no. let's ask him. So, so MMA, you can have like three coaches or three corners, two uh-huh. corners at the same time because you know it's so many different things combined. So I had Jason for my hands, uh-huh. Brendan for like the kicking and then mm-hmm. how to combine it together and like, hey, when to tell me, hey, grapple, shoot, wrestle yeah. and everything like that. I didn't have a third one this time. but um, And then I think he had two. And um, they were like, hey, when you go in there, don't give him a fist bump because he's big. And a lot of the times, especially in MMA, they will cheap shot you. Mm. They're like, so give him one when you go. So I went in the ring. I got down on my knee, prayed, went around the ring, or uh, octagon. And I think it was actually more than octagon. I think it was like mm. eight, eight, eight sides. It was weird. Eight, eight or, more than eight. I mean, like <laughs> nine. nine or, it was weird. Uneven. Yeah. Well, uneven. But um, so I went in there. I gave him a fist bump. And I said, only one. And he goes, yeah. So I, I don't know why I don't know what he thought that meant. At least at the time I didn't. So and then when we went out again, he tried giving me a fist bump. I go, no, dude, only one. And I, said, I said it like quick, and then they're like, oh. And then the commentators like, oh, he didn't give a fist bump. Yeah. But I was like, oh, well, there's a reason. Yeah. I was just listening to my coaches, and then uh, he got mad. So like I was beating him up pretty bad, and then um, by the end he like shoved me away at the end of the fight, and I gave him a hug. I was like, hey, 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 like you know, yeah, good job, yeah. good job. Like, I was trying to say I'm not mad at you, yeah. and he's like, hey, he was like, this is legit what he said. He was like, no fist bump, motherfucker. And I was like, nah, sorry, dude, my coach just told me not to, but, you know, no, no hard feelings. And he was like, oh, well, tell him I said F you. Like, as a, like, as a, but yeah, I think he kind of, like, relaxed when he said it. Like, I thought he, I was like, I will, like, as a joke. I thought I thought he was joking. Again, my mind wasn't really focused on, like, reading, like, body, reading the like, room. by yeah, that like. point. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he was just like, okay. And then at the end, um, you know, we were like, and it's kind of weird because I fought his corner slash coach, his striking coach last time. Because mm. I was supposed to fight him the first time. Okay. But then they switched places. And we thought we're like, oh, this guy's this guy's no one. He ended up being a kickboxing champion from Romania. So, oh. so when like he was like, yeah, that's part. Of, like I ran at him later. He's like, that's part of the reason why I just kept trying to wrestle because I saw what you did to, to Cat. Uh. So <laughs> he's like, so I didn't want to trade with you, but I was like, oh, okay. But um, he was like, 
Oh, and then my coach is like, hey, man, like, and he's like, hey, why did you tell Caesar not to give me a fist bump, apparently? And I wasn't paying attention. I was literally like, you know, they were right behind me, but I wasn't thinking about that. And then he's like, oh, because, you know, we don't, we don't do that at our gym. We're not, you know, we don't, we just don't do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, well, and they just started like, well, F you, well, F you, well, F you. And then it just got bad. So I'm like, guys, 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 stop, stop. And I saw that. I yeah. saw that you kind of like trying to calm it down. And then as soon as you walked away, they're just like still flipping each other off from like Offer a, a great fist bump, distance. Huh? Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You get a freaking F you. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, dude, like, it's just. A fist bump. I ran into him later, like one of the clubs. I'm all limping around, and he's like, "No, I, I'm, I'm like, hey, sorry how that turned out, man. I didn't mean for it to spiral." He's like, "No, no, no, I'm sorry, man. Like, it's just, you know, I, I felt bad. Like, it's the heat of the game. He's like, <laughs> basically, he's like, after watching it, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, I, I, I see, yeah." Yeah, I, I like I popped my like I think I'm actually braced up right now, but my ankle kind of right in the first round. Oh. So they were like, because I think I, I sprained it because they were like. Let him push you against the cage because let's let him tire himself out. Beat him up against the cage in the second round, third round. Just start wrestling him because that's that's my thing, right? I yeah. grapple, but I couldn't because my ankle right at the end. Either it was the beginning of the second round or right at the end of the first round, and I was like, and then they're like, "What's wrong?" I was like, "Dude, my ankle." I was like, "I don't oh, know if it's no. I don't know if it's torn or not oh. because the, the adrenaline was so high." So yeah. I'm like, "I don't want to risk it. I could wrestle him, yeah, but if it tears, I'm like, this is." This is yeah. yeah. The insurance bill is gonna be more than the. <laughs> so I was just yeah. like, oh, so I was like, I guess I'm just gonna have to use jujitsu if he takes me down, and then boxing, and then I had enough strength in my ankle to stand up, mm-hmm. and if he took me down to get back up, but I couldn't offend because it's just you know the way you have uh, to yeah, move. Yeah, yeah, So people were like, oh, that's like some people were like, like people that were my students were like, hey, we were wondering why didn't you like that's your thing? Why didn't you grapple him? I'm like, I couldn't, dude. Uh-huh. <laughs> but luckily, I had enough. It was cool. I was wondering yeah. too why you didn't go down like that. Mm-hmm. I was no, like, yeah. huh, maybe he just wants to sock him up, up upstairs. Yeah, if, you like, kind of, if you pay attention and watch the fight, you can kind of see me leaning on one side. Uh, okay, I'm going to watch it again. But you so, couldn't tell, yeah. Where could people watch this fight? Like, if they wanted to watch it right now? Oh, you just look up Front Street Fights 26, and it should be the full card. I think eventually they do do, they make the, each fight separate, and then they'll upload it to YouTube, but if you just, the full card right now is on YouTube, so you just look Front okay. Street Fights 26. Alright, make sure you guys watch that fight. Now, um, we gotta get into this fight here about uh, Jake Paul and uh, Nate Diaz. Now, Nate Diaz, obviously, we all know, he's an MMA legend, you know? He's, mm-hmm. he's a scrappy dude. He's just an orthodox fighter. Like, honestly, like, he doesn't look like much. No. You know, he doesn't. Like, <laughs> even when he won the first, his first fight, I was like, what? This guy won? It was like when I first watched Chuck Liddell fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this guy's a sucker. And then you're like, holy crap. Yeah. This guy's a monster. So kind of like, that's what he is. But now he's fighting Jake Paul. We all know Jake Paul is a... Uh, Probably one of the most hated guys in sports oh, right yeah, now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, but at the same time, I think this guy is just a man's master marketer, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And, and he knows he's playing off being the heel or being the bad guy, the villain. Um, so he knows that that's going to get people in seats. That's going to sell tickets. That's going to sell, uh, you know... Um, pay-per-views and stuff like that so he does this on purpose to get people to hate him because that's why i watch his fights i want to see him give me yeah. up you know what I mean? yeah a lot of us yeah yeah but this this fight in particular honestly i had no no thoughts that nate diaz was gonna win mm-hmm. and the only reason is because nate diaz we all know is not a freaking you know skilled boxer mm-hmm. he's a he's a he's an all-around mma fighter yes he knows how to box yes he would beat the crap out of me but like i'm not like a professional like you know, in my prime type of fighter, right? So him fighting Nate Diaz, the way this turned out, he ended up winning by unanimous decision. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was showing you some of the highlights and stuff. I mean, he really didn't have anything. Like, there was no power behind his his, his punches. What do you think, man, on that? I, I, I don't know. I know that he has, like, he can get weird... Well, MMA-wise, anyways, he can get weird power through, like, different weird angles because he's just really long and he's been doing it for a long time. And I think his base was actually, well, it was jiu-jitsu, then it was boxing, kind of similar to me, mm-hmm. but he's a little bit more unorthodox about it. Yeah. But he, I think, I don't know, he just, 
you just can't you can't do that in boxing if it's just straight up boxing. His head movement was okay, yeah. and I, I noticed that he was utilizing it a lot more because in, in MMA you can't really duck that low because you're gonna get kicked in the face. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like, and, and you're like, oh wow, this freedom is so much better. But it's a, like a double edged sword because then if you, yeah, you have more freedom, but you also have a lot more head trauma. So it's yeah, like for every movement you can do that you can't do in MMA, you're gonna get hit in the face with mm. your, with another with a fist instead of a foot. So it's like yeah, that makes sense. So it's like you know, but yeah, he just. I think that he just, you know, I think he's older too, and he's gotten yeah. hit a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he, he is a triathlon athlete, so he's very athletic. But it's just like, dude, like, well, yeah. then, like boxing's it, completely different. Yeah, the rounds bo- are longer. Boxing's not his, his yeah. strong suit. Like, yeah. it's not that he's not good. It's just he just he hasn't been in it long enough to know mm-hmm. how to navigate it. Which I always find it really weird because, like you mentioned, like with Jake Paul, like the people he fights, he kind of picks the ones that he knows he has a good shot with. And yeah. it's just like I want to see him in a fight of like. A very skilled boxer, like a very well, very. It's skilled. What, like when we were saying when he fought uh, um, Tommy Fury. Yeah, when and, he fought and, Tommy Fury. Well, I give the good the example of this. Tommy Fury obviously has been training. How we were talking about you be, being trained since he was like little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So obviously this guy, his boxing background is pretty legit. You know, and for him to go against Jake Paul, who's been uh, training boxing for about four years, let's say, mm-hmm. and for for Jake Paul to even stand with him and give him a run for his money and knock him down. Like, there's some legitimacy in this guy's skill. Oh, yeah. yeah, and right? that's great, but that was, like, the one time he fought a skilled boxer. Yeah, but still. But I'm I just know, saying, but what I'm saying yeah. is, like, he is picking the ones that he knows can win. And I'm make sounding like, like, like an advocate for Jake Paul. <laughs> you <laughs> are sounding like it. But what I'm just saying is, like, if he's, go- if, if he's going to continue fighting, he needs to fight people who are actually are in that field. Yeah. Like, fight people in that field because, at the same time, they don't get that incentive of trying to even have the potential of winning, too. Well, his weight class is kind of scary so i kind of understand why he would want to take yeah. but as far as the be skills people like baval and stuff yeah. Yeah. the guy that beat canelo so it's like yeah. but that I also gives him an i like yeah. i think more of a skill set too of what oh, to yeah. what to expect and i think that he is capable of being a good boxer but he needs to be surrounded by people like that to understand what his skills yeah. is what is well i think he's skills. got a good training camp i oh, think yeah. this guy yeah. is like has like you say he has a lot of money mm-hmm. and he has money to pay some of the best trainers some of the best diets dietitians mm-hmm. well then the you, best we, of yeah and we you know can all mean? agree he's he gets pretty consistent when it's time for training which mm-hmm. is really nice because there are some people that don't like they wait I till like last how minute much crappy <laughs> talks though to me that's what makes it entertaining yeah. like he like the time when he was gonna uh messing with mayweather and he was like smack talking he goes got your hat and he just takes his hat and takes <laughs> off running yeah. and you're like <laughs> Dude, mayweather went full on hood when he did yeah. that that, was, <laughs> that struck a nerve and he's like wow but i know he, how to crap talk yeah. right? but that night of jake paul um there was other brawls happening too so so kind of similar like what you said like there was like a brawl kind of happening on the outside Dude, yeah. there was multiple there's that always night. fights when when fights go because there's alcohol, so much yeah. 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 alcohol testosterone everything. everybody just gets I, I could fight I could beat this person I, I could, be, whatever. You I know could what beat mean? that person on the second row down like, below I know for a fact that I'm older now and my reflexes are not that fast so there's no way yeah. even if I knew how to fight when I was younger do I feel like I could fight somebody now if you yeah. find yeah. my down next to a cornhole area you have a good chance yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I just I just do think that this guy really is putting in his time yeah. to become a good fighter. And this is what trips me out is that um like he knocked he knocked down um uh Nick Diaz. Mm-hmm. Like he punched him right on the top of the head. Remember when you see that one? Yeah. It looked like he was gonna fly out the ring. Then Nate just comes back, just being classic Nate, and just like, yeah, you punched me, whatever, you knocked me out. And he just keeps fighting the rest of the fight. Mm-hmm. He fought the rest of the fight, he ended up losing Pretty much every round for I, I gave him like three rounds I think that mm-hmm. he won, um, but he ended up losing and even at the end Nate's like yeah you beat me man you're a good boxer and then at the end of the fight 
Jake Paul says, yeah, man, I'm, I'm cool. I, 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 he goes, I, I, I know I could beat you here, but in order for people to respect me, we got to run it back. Let's do MMA. Yeah. That's what he told him. I think he did say that. He's like, I'll do one. He's like, if you fight me. Yeah, I'll do MMA. Like, I'll fight like, you in the octagon. Yeah. yeah, and then, and then Nate's like, he was serious, all right, let's do it. Let's do it. He goes, no, for real. Let's, let's run it back. MMA, me and you. And he says, we're going to do it. So they even started saying, like, either, you guys are going to fight MMA? No way. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. MMA. Your first fight? Yeah. MMA to be against Nate Diaz? I don't know. Okay. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. I'll watch it, but I don't think that's a good idea. Well, but. that's what he was saying. He's all, he's all get you on a freaking uh, a leg lock or a freaking choke hold or something like that, and it's over. Yeah. He's, he says, you're done. You're done. And and he's like, I don't care. I'm I'm, I'm going to do it. I need mm. I need respect. He says like that. Cool. And I was like, all right. So to me, like, when when he gets off of his character of being the most hated one guy, mm-hmm. he's really straight up, man. Like yeah. he's just really searching for that. Like you know how we're all of us, we have something. We're like, nah, man. I'm searching for greatness. I don't know what mm-hmm. it is, but I'm searching for greatness. Yeah. And I'm gonna yeah. when I find greatness, I'll know when I find greatness. And when I find greatness, I'm gonna find more greatness. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So I think that's kind of what his where he's at. You know what I mean? Like he came up from being this this cornball kid doing <laughs> yeah. all these stupid freaking videos to just being hated so much to the point that he's like now I got all these people that are listening to me and watching me like I don't know millions and millions of of like people that follow this guy he's all I could use that same fan base to propel me into the sport and people are gonna hate me just as much yeah. so all well, these people that, he can start a cooking show and people are still gonna hate him for yeah it. that's oh, what yeah, I'm saying no, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he's gonna true. make crazy money off of yeah. it yeah. you know what I'm saying like I'm like this is this dude's smart so I do dislike him but I respect his hustle, I respect his business sense, I respect his marketing, and he's just, he's a smart dude, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And and I, I don't think he's going to get to the point where he's going to be punchy, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, he's going to stop before he gets to that yeah. point. Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean? He's got to win some to, uh, to lose, or lose some yeah. to win some, right? Yeah, I think unintentionally him and his brother made boxing kind of people like not like boxing to mm-hmm. the point to the, like because it's like a whole bunch of YouTubers now. It's more like a spectacle of just famous people, YouTubers fighting. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they meant to do that. I think they just wanted to do something fun because mm-hmm. it was already a thing. Like the YouTube boxing thing was already a thing way before yeah. them. Like, or maybe like a couple of years. But they're like, yeah, we'll try it. Plus, like they kind of wanted to get pulled out of the negativity behind Logan. So they're like, yeah, let's do it. But I think it just kind of people inadvertently blame them for that. I'm like, it's not really even their fault because they just, they just kind of joined, but they knew how to make it Yeah, because once they saw it, they were like, yeah. okay, well, mine's as well. People Go are like, oh, it. I want to see Logan Paul and Jake Paul get yeah. beat up. And they're like, oh, you do? Will you pay for it? Yeah. <laughs> <That's what I'm laughs> Will you invest the money? <laughs> so I, I think what it is is that a legitimate, like the old school, yeah. like the old guard, they call it, of boxing is upset because of the unorthodox style yeah. of promoting this. I don't think they're necessarily upset that boxing is not getting shine, but like the actual professional boxing league you know is is not getting that much love as yeah, much as yeah. these youtubers are yeah exactly yeah it's like oh. i mean even that fight with uh, garcia and uh what's his name uh tank yeah like that was kind of uh-huh. honestly like a little in between professional exactly and, right? and i was really i wanted to see that for years yeah <laughs> yeah and then you watch it, you're like huh uh-huh. that's it i paid for this crap yeah. you know honestly i haven't paid for a fight in a long time but everybody wanted to watch this fight and obviously you know um you know for obvious reasons we're like okay I was like, you know what? I don't want to deal with the the, the fake streaming, <clears throat> the fake streaming stuff. So I was yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'll pay for this one. So I paid like 80 bucks for this freaking fight, yeah. and I was so pissed because every card sucked on that freaking <laughs> on that on that fight, and yeah. even his was whack. And you're like, dang! But you know what? You've been punched, I'm sure, uh-huh. on the side like that. I've been punched on the side like that. It's debilitating. Oh, like yeah. you're like, oh, like so. 
people talk smack. Oh, he got punched in that, and he just stopped. No, it hurts. It hurts. Like yeah. it, it takes hurts. everything Your whole out body, of you, and it's like a delayed reaction. Right? Like, you see Dragon Ball where they're like, ah, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> like getting punched like in that, the nuts, dude. Yeah, it's like getting punched in the nuts. You're like, oh crap. It's like you don't. Oh. It hurts so bad you don't feel it at first. <laughs> yeah, and he, that's literally the best way to describe it. It hurts yeah. so bad you do not feel it at first, and mm-hmm. then it hurts like that's the worst pain ever. Yeah, and then you just can't move, and it's like. They're gonna give him a standing a ten count. Ten count's not gonna make that happen. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna make you get back up and be like, "I'm ready to fight." You know what I mean? Like you're gonna get beat mm-hmm. up. The part. Well, what happened was this. Like, okay, let's say he does get up, right? Mm-hmm. And he's still hurt. He's gonna get up there, and Tank would have knocked his ass out. Exactly. Like just straight up knocked him out like, because yeah. he wouldn't have had anything. So, like, I think that's why people get it confused. Like, yeah, it doesn't look like much, but it hurts. But it hurts. Yeah. Like body shots to me are worse shots than head shots. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because especially yeah. if you get punched like in the solo plex right here you're like like, uh, like you feel like you just got yeah. stabbed in the heart like you have like, to learn how to like flex your stomach and even then it doesn't always help doesn't i help. know man yeah. but you know, it's crazy because like you have boxy and mma and stuff like that but you never think that you would ever have to witness like and be a part of a fight when you're playing baseball yeah, yeah. because like baseball like you know you never see it i mean if it you, seems to be like the most common sport yeah, yeah like sport. it's just like baseball's a lot of arguing talking crap but it's like here and there you'll eventually see the fights but you never see like an old school fight happen to where they're full and like fist up throw everything down like it yeah. almost felt like this was a really fake thing but the fighting energy was here this past week and oh, I, I know, definitely right? think that was a thing but the Cleveland Guardians and Chicago White Sox had a game last weekend on Saturday um, which turned into this whole brawl that just like completely imploded very quickly and you can find this video like within 10 seconds it's just insane but to give more context with this it all started in the sixth inning when guardian slugger jose ramirez had smacked a double which he was diving head first into the second base before the white Sox shortstop tim anderson tagged him um, ramirez was clearly safe and you can see it very clearly in that video itself but it didn't stop him from getting up and sticking a finger in anderson's face <laughs> unclear why ramirez was so angry he said like he was in a battle of fisticuffs yeah, yeah after that and so <laughs> as soon as that happened they threw stuff down started punching each other to the point where the white Sox he fell down like and the thing is like i think he like kind of like pushed him to where he fell off not necessarily like punched him really hard in the face but you just see everyone tumbling but everybody, down everybody comes out man you and know i was like trying to stop him but i'm like they already stopped one's on the ground and the other one is like getting held back right now it's his stance was like one of the the fighting irish huh it's it like, really yeah, you was no it really was it happened so quickly but i thought it was fake like i almost thought it was a segment and then i was like oh wait no this is actually real like this yeah. happened on this game <laughs> yeah dude well, well people keep his fist yeah, like, <laughs> do people get so wild at sporting events i mean just yeah. this this past uh week there was a there was a a baseball game a softball game for um between your your mom's um pharmacy and some other team anyways there were th- this guy same thing dude that one one time um they they got somebody out and it wasn't an out it's, yeah. the person was safe but we're like whatever we just kind of left it at that then the second time the other team got the same thing happened to them uh-huh. and they were out and he fell down to the ground the guy and the guy was like, no, I was safe. And then he starts arguing with the ump. And the ump was already sick of it by that time, right? And so they were like, bye, 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 bye. He's like, you're out of here. You're out of here. The, the ump says, and the guy says, why, why? What did I do? He says, just shut up and get out. Get out of the park. He goes, why? I'm supposed to get out of the park. He goes, get out now. Get out. And the guy's like, just keeps talking. He goes, I said leave from the park. And the guy's like, I'm walking. I'm walking. He goes, that's it. It's over. It's done. It's a forfeit. The guy got all pissed. And oh, my left. God. And we were like, what? I was like, what you say? Happened. Bro, this is like- yeah, the ump got mad and he freaking stormed out, man. He was so pissed. Yeah. And, and I was like, damn, my boy, you have to get that mad. But I wasn't there for yeah. the duration of it. From, from what I understand, everybody was heckling the ump 
from before oh, that he game. Just was like, and he just done. finally was just like, I'm done with this, man. Yeah, well, like, the White Sox beat the Guardians, so yeah, they beat him by three. Yeah. So no matter what happened in that brawl, they still kicked their butts. <laughs> All right, so what do you see um, in the future for uh, for Cesar Cervantes Jr. as an MMA fighter, boxer, just an all-around athlete? Well, um, my coach, he's like, I want you to become amateur champ, and then I want to go pro. He's like, we'll make this a two-year plan, and he said that almost a year ago. So I was like, okay. I was like, I'm flattered that you can do that, that like you think I could do that, but I'm like, I have to think about it because, dude, training, mm-hmm. the the actual fight itself is so fun. Like mm-hmm. that is probably one of the funnest things you'll ever like go through if if you're not too hurt by the end of it. Mm-hmm. But the fight camp itself, oh my gosh, dude, rigorous. Especially, huh? well, yeah, because like professional fighters, that's their full time job. Well, I guess the top of the top line. Uh, some UFC fighters, and I know that UFC doesn't pay their athletes a lot, but some UFC fighters, even if they're pro, if they're like not even ranked, they still have to work a part time job. And uh, I'm working, I work two jobs, so I teach jujitsu and I work at the hospital full time. So it's like when I wasn't working or teaching or training, I was sleeping. So it's like you don't really have a lot of time to yourself and you mm-hmm. really have to watch what you're eating and everything. You can't really like drink at all. Um, I mean, I, I drank like, like maybe a half a glass of wine when I went on a date or something, but it wasn't like, <laughs> it wasn't a lot. And yeah. I was just like, Ugh. like you kind of lose the taste for stuff like that too, because mm-hmm. your body is like used to like all the healthiness and training. So when you put something like that in your body, you're kind of like, oh, I feel it. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. just weird. But, um. So, yeah, it's just I, I, I have to, like, just, you know, pray on it, think on it. Um, I understand now why people to only take two to three fights a year mm-hmm. because, like, oh, my gosh, dude, that is a lot of training, especially mm-hmm. when you're sparring or you're against the cage. The cage itself even hurts you, man. Like, the metal, like, takes off your skin. It's Dang. like coated metal, right? Uh-huh. But it's still metal. Mm-hmm. So it's like you get, like, call it cage rash, and it gets, like, whoo, like, after this fight because all I was trying to do was hold me against the cage. And I didn't have the strength to push him off. Freaking my back was all, like, marked up and everything. I'm like, this looks kind of cool, but, you know. You're, <laughs> you're oh, always that's in just pain. A, yeah. That's a cage rash. No big deal. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, we think I fractured my shin bone the first fight, so I had to train through that. Oh, and okay. I couldn't, I didn't throw any kicks because, you know, if you look, you could see, like, mm. it's all scarred and everything. Yeah, and then, man. um. This one, I split my nose open, and I think I broke some of the cartilage. But it's not the first time it broke. But it doesn't look broke, so I'm I'm I'm, I'm thankful that I'm not Owen Wilson. But, <laughs> but um, wow, yeah, yeah, exactly. I was wanting to start saying that. I'm like, dude, if this looks cool, I'm gonna say thank you. If it doesn't, I'm gonna be mad. I'm like, one of those like cool dark anime characters. But um, no, yeah, like it was all like scarred down. Like if you look, it's like scarred down my the front of my ridge, of my nose. But it's still straight. But um, no, it was like an elbow right to the face. And elbows in my league are illegal. But he didn't mean to do it. It was just like he turned and boom. And the guy I was sparring with was six four. So I think my head was like right where right his like arm was. He's like, I'm so sorry. Like he thought I was gonna. He's like, dude, I thought you were gonna kill me. Because he just graduated high school, young kid, 18. He was helping mm. me train. I had a couple of those people, like they're good wrestlers. Yeah. And he just turned, and I was like, oh come on, because I, I was like, when you get injured, you're like, oh, do I have to pull out? Is it that bad? Mm-hmm. Or is it like, can I train through this injury? Which already sucks because you don't want to train through an injury. You're yeah. already like, you're already dying every day, and like yeah. you know, just training in general. So I went and looked, and I was like, man, I'm gonna have to go to quick care. And I had to get stitches in my face, but I was like. I was all screaming. I was like, man! And I like ran and like slammed into the door, like cleaning all the blood. Like I blew like blood out. Like I thought it was a bloody nose at first. I wouldn't have noticed unless they told me. Yeah. And then when I blew my uh, nose, like came out like a fountain out of the front of my face. I was like, dude. Oh, oh my god. And this gosh. isn't the first time I've had something like that happen, except uh-huh. it was a big one. And he was like, dude, dude. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, I thought you were gonna kill me. I'm like, no, I wasn't mad at you. I was mad that it happened. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like when it happens, you're like, crap. Like when I, when you see a fighter get pissed that they like hurt, it's because they have to like take some time off mm-hmm. like I couldn't do anything for like a week and a half or anything and I was right in the middle of my fight camp Damn. so it was like dude so what do you got to say to somebody who's aspiring uh, aspiring fighter somebody who wants to kind of go into the same thing that you're doing and be prepared for a lot of a lot of pain a lot of, pain, mm-hmm. a lot of discipline and you have to follow a sleep schedule you have mm-hmm. to at least get seven eight hours especially because I know that some fighters if it's their full-time job I'm like do you guys know Paula Costa mm-hmm. yeah huh? yeah apparently he sleeps like 14 hours a day 
Dang. When he's training, because that's a lot. Your body, it's you know, it's your way yeah. up. I've yeah. told like fellow fighters that don't like to, like to party and everything. I'm like, guys, you need to get. You can't just go off of three hours of sleep. Yeah. I was like, even if you're young, you're gonna mess up your body because sleep is the way your body repairs itself. Mm-hmm. So it's like when you're training and you're like constantly tearing muscle, and it's not even to get like in like jacked shape. It's just to get in fighting shape. You're literally preparing your body to get hurt. So yeah. it's like, Dang. so it's like you need to get that sleep. So, but I mean, I didn't get a lot of sleep the night of the fight, but I mean, I was fine besides my wow, ankle. But, that's crazy. But it's like, yeah. And like, you, you like, it's, it's weird. Cause you were like, I have a problem with holding back during sparring and they're like, you're being timid. Like, it's like, I'm like, I know, but like they're, I'm, they're coming, they're not getting paid to train and they're yeah. coming to help me. And I don't want to like beat the crap out of them. Yeah. You know, I'm like, when it gets closer to the fight, then I'll hold, I'll hold back a little less. But even then, like when you don't hold back, the human body is super fragile. Like we're one of the weakest creatures on this planet. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like when like, if you punch too hard, you could hurt your wrist and that's just sparring. Mm. So like, I try to save all that, like, you know, energy to like let loose at the fight. At the fight because yeah. if I hurt, then okay, that's fine. Like well, that's what happened. I got hurt, but I was like, okay, I'm yeah. just going to fight through it. And then I'll yeah. try to win because this is what we were training for. But if you're like hurting yourself all the time, so it's like, you know, it gets a lot distracting i guess because you have to focus and you know when you're not working you're not training you're sleeping and then vice versa so yeah. and that could go on for like three four months so wow yeah. so there you go yeah there you have it if you if you want to do that man you got to really commit if you're not ready to commit then you know what just do it for uh for a hobby get a beat up on the weekends and then go back to work <laughs> okay so here's the thing man um, we were ta- we've been talking about fights this whole time, but you know what I mean. Uh, there is a, such a thing as people say, "I'm a lover, not a fighter." You know what I mean? <laughs> a little bit of this, a little bit of that. How we say I'm both. <laughs> yeah, but, but I would say that you're both, and not only that, you're a poet, and you didn't even know it. And so <laughs> let me tell you, man. Um, this this young man, not only is he a fighter and he can whoop some ass, but he can also romance. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> so yeah. we're gonna have you sing a little something. Mm-hmm. Are you down to sing something oh, like yeah, that? Yeah. All right, man. <laughs> he's, he, I don't know if he's gonna pull an Oscar De La Hoya, you know, where he could beat somebody up, but then sing so soulfully. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. He's going to do a little better I than Oscar De La <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to have you uh, pull out your guitar and do a little something for us. You cool with that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, All right. Absolutely. You're mine And we belong together Yes, we belong together for eternity You're mine Your lips belong to me Yes, they belong to only me For eternity You're mine, my baby And you'll always be I swear by everything I own You'll always, always be mine Cause you're mine And we belong together Yes, we belong together for eternity, eternity. Oh, snap. Look at that. (laughs) 
Thank he you. is not only a fighter, but he's a lover. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Cesar Cervantes So if people want to help you out, maybe, uh, you know, donate to your uh, training fund or, you know, just follow you along in your, uh, you know, in your uh, adventures, in your journey of a, as a mm -hmm. fighter and just everything else that you're doing, man. Where would they hit you up? So Instagram, it's just Caesar Junior LAF because I like to laugh a lot. So <laughs> I think that's the best medicine, you yeah. know, um, even when you're hurt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, it's just all lowercase, you know, it, that's um, you'll find me. It's a, it's a public page, too, because I want people to see, you know, like I want to like bring good exposure to the gym um, and then there's the Facebook and Instagram page for family boxing and fitness and then and jiu-jitsu but you know that's a long name so just family boxing and fitness <laughs> works um, yeah and then just you know follow that page if you have any questions I'm, all, I'm you know I'm not famous so you can ask me <laughs> I'll, I'll find the time he will be soon enough though ladies and gentlemen so yeah. make sure you start sending those uh, questionnaires and everything right now yeah and, then go ahead and then yeah and I'm one of the admins on the Facebook page so you know if you needed to have any MMA or jiu-jitsu specific questions I'll see it and if you know Jason's like hey this person has a specific question attaining to you then I can answer so all right so make sure you find cesar cervantes jr and uh hit him up man all right thanks for being a part of the show my man nah, no we problem thank you. you for having me yeah for sure have a wonderful week we out peace I ain't wanna go.